to you, all the worship this morning, all of our worship, all of the, the songs of our hearts, we give them to you this morning, our God and our King, we, only you, no one else is deserving of worship, we pour out our lives before you, in this moment, all that, all that we are, our God, we just, we stop everything. And just worship you. We, just, uh, we pour our soul. We open it up and offer it, Father, up to you, our God. You are deserving of it. You are our breath. You are our life. You are our everything. We worship you, King of Glory. Lord, we ask that you be exalted today. Thank you. Thank you for you. You inhabit the praises of your people where we build an altar of, of worship to choose to give you the, the creator, the praise you inhabit such moment. Thank you because you are here with us this morning. Thank you. You are here by your power. You are here by your mercies. You are here by your grace. You are here by, by compa <coughs> compassion upon our, us father thank you because of that thank you thank you for the hope of the gospel the gospel of truth the gospel of our salvation which is continually opening being unveiled being revealed you are declaring it making painting the picture of eternal destiny and we, what we see is glorious what we behold is beautiful Father, we come before you again this morning with a fresh heart, a heart that has been refreshed to receive afresh from you because every flow out of you is freshness. You have a fresh breath to drop upon us this morning. Our God, we appear in Zion to you. You've not asked Zion, Israel, to gather in vain before you. Father, so we are gathered for instruction this morning. Lord, we ask, Lord, by your spirit, come and help us to, to find light, to find understanding. Come and quicken us by your Holy Spirit. I ask this morning for the teaching anointing, the, the opener, the divider of the book, the spirit of the New Testament. Oh, I pray you come and minister to us. I ask for graces upon every heart to connect, to flow at your wavelength, at your frequency this morning in the name of Jesus. Lord, I yield myself to you. Again, I pray you use me, Lord, to speak your holy word. I ask to help my heart to connect the frequency of blessing in the spirit this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for impartation. Thank you for impartation. Impartation, pastor part. For no casting, casting part. Put here an opening part. 
Yuvahata, the Evanesia Robert, to Isivero Prentus, to even 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 open the open open it is civil bringing bringing beer, to open as the paddle Divahata, do great mercy make it to make the make it known, mercy known, make it known, make it known, to make it known. For it's time, it's time, it's time to make it known. It's time to make it known. It's time, it's time, it's time for the secret. For the secret to be made known. The secret, the secret, the secret which is hidden, 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 in, hidden with glory. The secret which is hidden by glory. Which, which glory shrouds the secrets of glory. The secrets of glory, you, give, you make them, make them, make them open. Make Amen. them open. Open, 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 open. Open, open, Father. We receive, Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, you said that is the glory of God to hide the matter, the honor of kings to search them out. I pray for, for, for us to begin to touch the treasures of darkness, even hidden riches of secret places. By your spirit, things you have, you have wrapped up spiritually in, in your spirit, things you have kept in the spirit. You call them spiritual blessings in heavenly places. I pray, Father, for access to them. Thank you, our God. Give you glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Good morning. Please just say good morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Ah, okay, let's take our Bibles this morning. <laughs> morning, morning to everybody. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, let's see. From Revelation chapter 22. 22, Revelation. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Um, let's see, uh, verse 7, Revelation 22, verse 7. It says, Behold, I come quickly, right? And blessed is he that keepeth the sins of the prophecy of this book. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Behold, I come quickly, and what? Blessed is he that keepeth the, the sayings of the prophecy of this book. Amen. Let's see verse, verse uh, 12. Verse 12, it says, and, I, and behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. Amen. Amen. 
I am, my reward is with me to give every man as his work shall be. I am Alpha and Omega, at the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Praise God. And verse, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 16. Verse 16 says, I have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bride and the morning star. And the spirit and the bride say, Come. And let him that heareth say, Come. And let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Praise God. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. If any man shall add unto these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in the book. If any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city, and from the things which are written in the book. And he that testifieth these things, surely, saith surely, I come quickly, amen, even so. Come, Lord Jesus, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So, you see, um, emphasis on his coming all over this chapter. Praise God. Um, Verse 7, I said, I come quickly. Praise God. Verse 12, I come quickly. Am I correct? Amen. Amen. He went on. And verse 17, it said, Then the Spirit and the bride say what? Come. Come. So, so this, this chapter is talking about the uh, promise and response to a promise. Amen. Amen. It's a promise. What, what is the promise? The promise is, I come quickly. Praise God. The Bible calls it the promise of His coming. Amen. Amen. Praise God. They call it what? The promise. The promise, the promise of his coming. So when he says, I come, in verse, this verse 7, he said, I come quickly. And verse 12, I come quickly. So those are, those are actually promises that he made. Amen. They are promises of his coming. So this is what um, we are to look forward to. Yes, we are to come, we are to hasten unto the day of God. Praise God. The, the day of God is also the day of Jesus. Um, because the, the, the God that is coming is Jesus. Amen. Wow. The only God that can come to man is Jesus. Uh, praise God. What did I say? The only God that can come to man is Jesus. The other one who is higher than Jesus, which is Jesus, is God. He doesn't come to anybody. They bring men to him. Men must come to him. Praise God. Amen. Are you seeing that? So, so men must come. So we are the ones who come to God. 
we are the ones who come. Amen. In fact, our name we call us commas in Hebrews. Amen. We are we are commas to God. So, and the whole work of the priesthood is to raise commas. Those who are able to to make uh, to able to come, praise God. Um, but there is a God who will come. Uh, that God has a day. Is his day? Is also the day of his father. It's the same day. But um, in order for him to come in that day, he has to spread out his coming. Amen. Amen. He has to spread out his coming and keep coming and coming. And, and seasons of coming will culminate into a full appearance of his day. Amen. Amen. What did I say? Seasons of of his day. When he has appeared, the final day of his appearance, they call it the appearance of the great God mm-hmm. and of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Where is that? That's in Titus chapter 2. Yes. Praise God. It's the appearance of the great God mm-hmm. and of our what? Of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. But before there is a coming of the great God, there is an appearance first. It's an appearance of grace. Amen. Let's see that Titus chapter 2. Praise the Lord. It's a gracious appearing. There is, a, there is first a gracious appearing before a divine appearance. Amen. Are you there if you are there? Um, praise God. Let's see. Book of Titus chapter 2. I'm, I'm excited to see the scriptures today. I believe God will bless us. <laughs> Amen. So Titus chapter 2, um, let's go, if we, if we read from verse 11, you see, uh, it says that for the grace of God that, uh, that bringeth salvation. Hmm. Amen. The, the grace of God does what? Bringeth salvation. That bringeth salvation um, hath appeared unto all men. Um, salvation doesn't appear. Salvation can only appear when it's inside grace. And when, when he talks about coming to men, for men to be saved, because that's the desire of God, who will have all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Praise the Lord. So salvation, um, salvation is, the, is what grace is heralding. Amen. What did I say? Salvation. Salvation is the message of grace. Is what grace preaches. To a soul. So if you can, if you can, so God sent preachers to preach grace. Amen. And when grace lands in a soul, grace, it is an inward pulpit that grace begins to preach from. Amen. And grace can preach a soul into salvation. Praise God. So, so to be saved, you must access grace. Amen. So this grace appears to man. And, and when he's appearing to man in a season, it begins to open doors of salvation. Amen. Amen. So, and that grace is also what they call, they call it power too in Romans chapter 1. The power of God unto salvation, which is what the gospel of Christ is bringing to us. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So, this grace of God that bringeth salvation, said it has appeared to all men. And verse 12, teaching. Teaching us. That denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, that we should live soberly, righteously, 
and what? Godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Now, see verse 13 here. Let's read that again. Ah. So we are looking for that blessed hope. The word hope there means promise. They are the same thing. A hope is a promise. A hope. When they spoke of, speak of the hope behind the veil, is also a promise of entering. You know Paul used those languages. It's a promise of entering into the, in the, into the, the behind the veil. It's also a hope. So when, when the, a heart has been impregnated with a promise, the heart has hope. So a hope in a heart is the is when a seed is the first sign that this the seed is the first germination sign of the seed of faith in a soul. So and when I know germination anchors. When you have is an anchor, praise God, it's a promise. It's a hope. So in, for, in order to, to bring entrance into salvation, praise God, faith must be sown until faith produces hope. Amen. And that hope is what they call the hope of glory. Amen. It's the same thing as the, the hope of salvation. Amen. So, so we have to look for that hope. We're looking for that blessed hope, right? And the glorious appearing, are you seeing that? So the blessed hope is the hope that should connect the glory of God. Amen. Amen. What did I say? It's not every hope that's blessed. The, so a lot of hopes, the soul can be impregnated with hopes, different kind of hopes, and we hope for all kinds of things. But there is a hope that is blessed. It's a hope that fountains out of the blessing. The blessing meaning God's initial thought. The one that was driving God. We're seeing how the Lord met Abraham. And God blessed him. I know God, is, God can bless a man. And you think, ah, God has blessed me. But God doesn't, when God sees a man, God sees nations, multitudes, millions. Vast, praise God. That's how God sees a man. Amen. So, so when God sees generations... In men. So when God blesses a man, especially God's spiritual blessing, God's spiritual blessing doesn't, doesn't, it doesn't stay on flesh. Flesh can take portion out of blessing, God's blessing. But God's blessing, God is a spirit. He's a blesser and he blesses as a spirit. Amen. What did I say? That's why if you are dealing with God, you know you are dealing with something, 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 praise God. You are not dealing with a man. You are dealing with, a, with God. Amen. When you walk with God, you can, you, can create, you can create a pact with God for generations. Because God's seed travels. His spirit, praise God, is a, a spirit Amen. It's a jealous seed. If you start walking with God, be very careful. You are not too careful. Your, your whole family will start walking with God. 
if you're if, after a while, your whole village might start, your whole nation might start. Yeah. <laughs> Praise <Yeah>. God. Yeah. <laughs> after a while, all your friends will start. Yeah. <laughs> if you are, so there are, you know, heaven. There are all kinds of seeds. Like when you go into the a a farmer, a versatile farmer, go into his barn, you will see it's almost like a library of seeds. He can show you this is this particular kind of seed. It's different from this one. This one behaves this way. Under this climate, this one has this kind of uh, characteristic. And some, some very bad farmers, they know what. You can discern a year and know which seed to plant. Or that year. Amen. So, so God, when in heaven, in the spirit, there are seeds. Different kind of seed. Each seed has different potential. And, and each seed has its time. When it's time for a seed to be sown, the Lord will release the seed upon the earth. Amen. And, and so there are seeds for the last time. Because seed, the destiny of seed is not completely divorced from its timing, its season, its environment. Praise God. Hallelujah. If I go and take a tropical plant and bring it here and then plant it in the summer, um, yeah, it, will, might, it might give you signs as if it's coming out, but it doesn't have what it takes to survive the winter of Canada. That's why we have to import tropical fruits because of the terrain, the timing, the seasons. Praise God. So when you read the Bible, you now discover that there are seeds of last time that heaven has to wait for last time to sow because they blossom in the last time. And, and sometimes, if, God, if last time is not happening, God has quicken the last times. It will, make, it will create the season of the last time. Amen. Amen. For, for to bring forth seeds for that time. Amen. Amen. Praise God. What I'm saying, is it, does it make any sense? Is it imparting anything? Amen. It's just wisdom. I'm just trying to impart. We're going to go back to this. I know we are scripture people. I think, why is this guy just talking? Let's go. Let's read this, Let's read this Bible, man. Amen. Please just bear with me. <laughs> I'm talking about seeds and sowing and farmers and all, but there's wisdom there. Praise. We have to know how God operates. You know, sometimes that's where we miss it. We miss out. So, you know, if we are, we are used to be dealing with men all our life, so we expect God to come that way. And when God is not coming like that, we, we just that we shut down or we just uh, get uninterested. It's because we are not educated and enlightened enough in God's ways. Mm-hmm. Praise God. God has wisdom of operation. He has wisdom of dealings. A- Amen. And Amen. some of these things have a seed. You see, they are, they are these fragrances of God's wisdom that poured into those realms of creation. That's what drives the laws of all those things. So sometimes when you watch nature, you will see a little bit of secret of how God thinks. Because it's through God's faculties that he brought those things out. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So, so I was saying there that there is a seed for certain what? Times. So when you go into the realm of the spirit, you see hopes that are potential inside faith. Word. Are you, is it making sense? Hope, that is what? Potential. Potential. Inside. Uh-huh. But God has the, the hope. It's called a glorious hope. It's called what? The glorious. the glorious hope. 
and that glorious hope is born by the is the product of a particular faith. Amen. Which is is a particular what faith, which is a, a particular seed in the spirit. Amen. That's the kind of faith we call the faith of the Son, the faith of God's elect is our faith. Amen. The one that, that Jesus authored. That's the only faith that can produce a glorious hope. Praise God. They also call the hope the hope of glory. Amen. Amen. So, um, he says that we look for that blessed hope and then the glorious appearing of the great God and who? Our Savior, Jesus Christ. So, when is a great God and our Savior? We are saying great God here. Don't think about just God on the throne. I mean the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. This great God is Jesus Christ. He's the same person. Praise God. He's the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ. He's great. He's God. Praise the Lord. You know, you know he's great. You know he's not just God. God didn't only make him God. God also made him great. Said so that I would divide him a portion with the great. Amen. So they were speaking after the travail of his soul. That was what he is. Uh, amen. What Jesus purchased by his life, by his obedience, his inheritance. He purchased greatness in divinity. So you can call Jesus Christ the great God. Because that's who he is. And so he has an appearance. At the time, Jesus will appear as a God. Right? So that appearance is what they call a glorious appearance. Amen. Amen. It's called the word glorious. glorious so you see, you are seeing two appearances. Verse 11 is an appearance. Verse 13 is a what? Glorious appearing. So in verse 11, the appearance in verse 11 is the appearance, it's a gracious appearing. Then there will now be a glorious appearing. There's first a gracious appearing. Then there will be a glorious appearing. Amen. So this and this man who is the great God and our Savior, you see verse 14. Verse 14 should make it clear to you that it's not the God the Father, because God the Father is not the one who gave himself for us. It was who? It's just Jesus. Praise God. Said who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity. And purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of what? Of good works. Amen. So, so you see this appearing of this man called Jesus is actually a promise. Is a promise. When he said, I come quickly. Behold, I come quickly is a promise. Is a promise of his coming. And in response to that promise, let's go back to Revelation chapter 21, 22, sorry. Revelation chapter 22. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Verse 7. Revelation 22, verse 7. Behold, I come quickly. Now, blessed is he that keepeth the sayings of the prophecy. So there's a tie between his prophecy and his coming. 
So, because I am coming quickly, you need to keep the word, the prophecy, the sayings of the prophecy of this book. Praise God. Verse 12 said, and I come quickly, then he added something, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. So, he's saying, I come quickly. Now, if and my reward was with me, and then I give what? I will give every man according. So, it means that you need to walk. There is a work, praise God, that should be done because of his, his promise, of the promise of his coming. Praise the Lord. There is a work that should be done. Because of why? Because of the promise of his coming. There is a work that should be done. And that work will trigger the reward. Now can someone just speculate what is the reward that of this? That, that according to the work as the work shall be. Praise God. What kind of reward is this? What? Is the reward? Praise God. It's just the reward of himself. Is the reward of himself. The, that he is coming is the promise that you work for. So his coming to you is actually the reward. Amen? Amen. Yes. Because that reward is with him. You can't separate him from his reward. Hebrews chapter 1 says that he that, um, is a rewarder. Right, he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he's a rewarder of them who seek him. Amen. Now, when he's when they seek him, he rewards them. What does he reward them with? With himself, because that's what they are seeking. Praise God. He doesn't say, You sought me, so I'm going to reward you with something else that you've not rewarded. So, the reward of seeking. Is finding. They that seek shall find. Praise God. Amen. Amen. So, so but through faith, those people are seeking who are seeking God by faith. Amen. They will come to God by faith. Praise the Lord. And uh, He's a rewarder of them that what of them that diligently seek Him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Say so praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He's a rewarder of who. Is a rewarder of them that diligently who that diligently seek him. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Right, so um so he's saying that I come, okay, and then he said that my to give everyone according as what? As according as his work shall be, I'll come to give reward. To every man according to as his own work shall be. So, so what is the work of men then? The work is, is seeking. They call it looking for. Right. Looking for that glorious, uh, that blessed hope and the word. Glorious. So the, the blessed hope, praise God, is the hope that connects the blessing. So he said, blessed is he in verse, praise God, 7. 
So, behold, I come quickly, and I'm coming to bless. So, I come quickly, and when I come, he that has kept the saying of the prophecy will be blessed. Because I'm coming, he would have, means he would have obtained the blessed hope. The blessed hope. Praise God. He would have attained what? The blessed, the blessed hope. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, so the, the promise of his coming uh, is something that is very important. Okay. Then verse 16, he says, I, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and the morning star. Amen. Amen. And verse 17, and the spirit and the bride say, come. So, the spirit and the bride said what? Come. come. So, the spirit and the bride are calling for his coming. Praise God. Amen. Who are calling for his coming? The spirit and the bride say come. The spirit and the bride say come. So the call of the spirit and the bride um, is a response to the promise of the Lord. The promise of his coming should, should trigger a work being done that will make the spirit and the bride be able to call him. To come. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. They are able to do what? They can call him to come, the spirit and the bride. Why do they need to call him to come? Because there's a principle of his appearance. Uh, I think Hebrews mentioned it. It said that, praise the Lord. Say to them that look for him. Is it where is that place? To them that look for him, will he appear? A second time without sin. Verse what? Hebrews chapter 9. What does it say? 28. What does it say? So Christ was once offered to bless the sins, the sin, of, many, sins of many. Okay. And unto them that look for him yes, sir. shall he appear. Yes, sir. And appear the second time yes. without, sin, without sin unto salvation. Unto salvation. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you seeing that? Read that again. Just everything you read just now. So Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many. Yes, sir. And unto them that look for him, yes, sir. shall he appear the second time yes, sir. without sin unto salvation. Okay, what's the meaning of the second time? So the, so the second appearance is unto salvation. Uh, we saw it in Titus ah, chapter yes. 2. Can you remember? There's the first gracious appearance. Praise God. Then the second appearance is unto what? Salvation. Yes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because the gracious appearance is bringing salvation. Praise God. Hallelujah. So you've seen that again. Shall he appear the second time? So, so, so you have seen their appearances. Okay, I just want, we've seen enough background in scripture. I just want to show us one thing from this chapter 23, 22, okay? Then we'll move. Now, this is one thing I want to show you. So that this coming now is this rapture. 
chapter 22. Behold, I come quickly. Now, when you hear, behold, I come quickly, what do you always think about? Rapture. Rapture. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> this is not rapture. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is talking about his coming for rewarding. He's talking about his coming to seekers. He's coming to those who are looking for him. To those who have been keeping the prophecy of the book. Of the testimony of the book. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are you seeing that? So... So now this rapture. So when, they are, when you're talking about the coming, what the coming which the, the spirit and the bride calls for is not the rapture. The call of the spirit and the bride is not Jesus Christ come and rapture us. They are, what they are calling, they didn't, it didn't start with them just saying come. This them same come came in verse 17 after promises of of him saying, I what? I come quickly. Praise God. Hallelujah. So there is a there's a coming there's a com a first coming that gives blessing to people who are keeping prophecy. Then there is a coming that would, that brings reward. The the, the, the bringing of reward is actually the final, amen, amen. is the final coming. Is an appearance unto salvation. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you seeing that? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So there's a blessing. There are blessings of orders of blessing in order of appearances. There are orders of blessing in what? In orders of appearances. There is the first blessing of the first appearance, which is the blessing of the gracious appearance. Right? Then there is a blessing of salvation there are two orders of blessing praise God there's a those who keep the sins of the prophecy amen there are those who keep what the sins of the prophecy then there's another one the spoken verse 14 is those that do his commandment does a higher do is a higher deed. To me, I feel like that word doing. When you say they that do, they that do, they that do. It's not just they that are keeping. They that are keeping, they are fighting to keep. They are still in the thick of the battle. They are keeping it contrary to their nature in most cases. Because to, to them, they are not doing. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? They are not just doing commandment. What they are, what they are keeping, is what they are reading. Is the testimony of the prophecy of the book that they are keeping it. They are keeping it as a blessing for 
such things. Amen. Amen. So you see that the season of the the uh, the unveiling of the sayings of the testimony of the book. Amen. Amen. Those are the season of teaching which the appearance of grace gives. Praise. Because that grace that will bring salvation has to first teach you. Deny ungodliness. Deny worldly loss. Amen. Learn how to live righteously, soberly, godly in this present world. I love that in this present world. You know that after learning how to live righteously, soberly, and godly in this present world, then you now have to know how to live righteously, godly, soberly in the world to come. They are not different <laughs> learnings. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. You know they are not the same thing. You know that the master of righteousness in the present. Praise God. He has potential, high potential. Because this present is, if you can overcome the present and live righteously, what? So badly, godly. You are not a small person. No. In fact, by doing that, you already have portion in the world to come. Yeah, because for you to do that, it means you are above this world. You are better than the present for you to do that. But being better than the present, you, you just, you've act, accessed a higher world. It means when you access the higher realm, there's also a school of the world to come. It's a higher communication of blessing. Praise the Lord. What is that? It's a higher communication. It's a higher communication. That, that communication is so high. There's no, there's no distraction. Because, you know, when... when when Jesus is teaching a, 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 a believer to walk by faith in this world, deny your loss, deny all these things that are troubling you, all your idols around you. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Everything that the enemy has surrounded you with. See, Jesus, Jesus is a... If you see Jesus, maybe if you see his, him in his... Maybe he's always sweating. It's possible that there's always sweat on his face. Because the realm he enters... Are you, now, do, you, do you see why God doesn't come to men? Because <laughs> that job is always a dirty kind of job. Praise God. You know what Jesus did? He's doing a dirty job. To come around. Imagine Jesus coming around us with us. The way we are, all of us. We just gather and meet. Lord Jesus, we are waiting for you. And then he will come. Praise God. And he was with us. His spirit is with us. Praise God. He's our high priest. A high priest. He's, uh, he's the one who is he's conversant with your infirmities. He knows them in and out. He's around them. Praise God. He can detect them. Praise the Lord. He, for you to detect, he's close enough in terms of his awareness of your, your own strain of weakness. You have different strain and variation of weaknesses. Praise God. I know weaknesses of men are, are actually pollutions. Yes, sir. Because every, every man's weakness is married. There's no man's weakness that's single. You know, married and single weakness is... When you're single, when you see, okay, it's just a weakness. So it's just something that... It's not harmful. It's just a weakness that I have. <laughs> but it's not, there's nothing like that. That weakness is married to an evil spirit that uses the weakness for its purpose. So, so, so when Jesus comes, when he's bearing our infirmities... 
is actually um, is amen. amen. Every our sins are being laid on him. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Amen. So when you see Jesus, Jesus is that kind of person. So Jesus, the high priest, Jesus is the God who comes into the sanctuary. Praise God. And he comes to do, they call him the refiner. He comes to, he said he will purify the sons of Levi. He will make them pure, 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 pure. Until one day they will begin to offer unto God an offering in righteousness. Then the high priest begins to glorify his father because his job has been complete. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, So you see that, I see in the nature of the first appearing. He's coming among men who are, among, who are messy. And then you begin to teach them. Teach them. Live righteously, soberly, godly. It's a teaching of grace. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 Are you seeing this? Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. So, so that appearance is a, is a blessed appearance. So it's an appearance to teach men. God can teach men out of the earth. Through teaching Jesus, particularly. Jesus is, a, Jesus is not like a professor. He is a, he's actually a higher kind of professor in the spirit. In other, in other words, he, that he can teach a man and teach a man, teach a lady, a young lady, an old lady, and teach you and teach you to you, you to teach your life out of you. Teach a person to lose their life. It's a priestly world. And a priestly walk. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You, know, you know there's power in priesthood. Power means priesthood, separation. You know there's power in that, that thing. Even, even the natural one. There's power. Now, you think it's just easy that maybe because um, you are a Levite. I'm born into a family of Levites. Then all, all of a sudden we are Levites. So because of that, it's guaranteed war we'll be around the tabernacle. So you think that just one Levite can come with a whole money? Why am I here? I, I'm not staying here. I'm going away. What stops all the priests from getting up and going away? There is no chain. There's no Levite chain that they used to chain them. There is no force. They don't use guns. It's not at gunpoint. So the power of that thing is beyond just their Levites. There's actually a power that will make men forsake Israel, forsake all the things of men, forsake destiny, forsake all kinds of glories of the earth and just come around that place. It's power of separation. Praise God. Then there's even a higher one, power of sanctification. Praise God. Are you seeing that? So, so those are things. It's, it's training. So those priests are raised to train their kids. There's a, there's a training. Every Levite household should have, have that training. They will train them in such a way that by the time they are getting to 14, 15, 16, every desire to do anything outside Levitical work would have died from them. Praise God. It's powerful. So in the, in the realm of the spirit, there's something like that too. Jesus, the high priest, he knows how to do it. He knows how to talk to him. A worldly person who loves the world will just be teaching you. Grace will be teaching. 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 
teaching, teaching. Imagine you find somebody who likes the world, who likes everything in this earth. Go and see them after a short time. Their conversation has changed. You don't, you don't longer have energy for things that they used to have energy for. That's a sign that Jesus has spoken to a soul. That the Lord Jesus has taught. Jesus' his words kills vanity. It kills lusts. It kills all kinds of things. That men, that, that excites the natural man. And that the excitement of the natural part. That's what priests would kids. Praise the Lord. So you see that thing, I'm, I'm describing blessing. This, when Jesus Christ is blessed, his blessing are what he can, he can impart to men through culturing, through teaching, through training by his words, by his revelation, righteous. You see, by his, by his what knowledge, my righteous servant will justify many. Praise the Lord. That was speaking of Jesus. Is that by his knowledge. So that Jesus who is justifying corrupt men. And delivering them out of corruption. Delivering souls out of profanity. He goes to them where they are in the dung hill. In the miry clay. And begin to raise them up out of the dust. Praise God. That's a, that's a beautiful job. Who Jesus does. <laughs> so, so that appearance in, in Titus chapter 2, verse 11, said the, the, the grace of God which bringeth salvation has appeared unto all men, teaching them that denying ungodliness, what the lost, that they should live what righteously, soberly, and then what godly in this world, in this present world. And after a while, by the time that has, they have been gained a lot of training, they now begin to look for that blessed hope. And then the glorious appearing of what? So they will now begin to tell their teacher, thank you, you brought me out of this. I now have a high hope. I know that there's another way you can also come again. Can you go and appear again to me? Praise God. It's that hope. It's the hope of eternal life. It's a different kind of word. You know what I mean? It's, it's more than just being pure in this world, being holy, being righteous, living by faith. And not believing like the world. It's not that it's test for the world to come. It's test for eternal life. It's a higher taste board. It's a different taste board. It takes a first a lot of first appearance to now begin to grow that other taste board in from in a man. That taste board only is only only develops in a man who's already spiritual. So after a man becomes spiritual, they now begin to train him again to thirst and hunger for the eternal. That's another hunger. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Am I making sense yes, to you? Sir. Yeah, so, so you see these comings here. Let's, let's look at Revelation 22 again. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, our Father. We give all glory to your name. Praise the Lord. Amen. So you see, this book is a book of this 22. It's talking about the flow. Coming. You know, everything originated from chapter, from verse 1. From where it showed me a pure river of water of life as clear as crystal proceeding out of God. Out of the Lamb. Amen. So this river, where this river travels to is far. 
is very, very far away. And the purpose of a river is to bring, create a current, praise God, that can return back to God. Amen. Amen. So there is a first appearance, verse 7, which he said, I'll come quickly. Then the second one again, he said, I'll come quickly. My reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. Um, so um, thank you, Father. Oh, thank you. I worship your holy name. Then verse 13. Um, okay, I want to read between verse 7 and verse 12. Okay, I just want to do this for some who, have, or who God will give some spiritual sense to deduce some things from here. Then we'll move, we'll move forward quickly. So from verse 7, it says, Behold, I, I will come quickly. It says, be, be, Blessed is he that keepeth the saints of the book of this prophecy. Right? And I, John, saw these things and heard them. And when I had heard this and seen, I fell down to worship before the feet of the angel which showed me these things. Then said he unto me, See thou do it not. For I am thy fellow servant of thy brethren, the prophets, of them which keep the sayings of the, of the book. Worship God. And he said unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. And he that is unjust, now eleven, are you seeing that? Yeah. Let him be unjust still. He that is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. He that is holy, let him be holy still. Mm-hmm. This verse 11 is telling you, after the, the era of the first appearance, mm-hmm. when that thing has happened, those who are unholy, let them be unholy still. Those who are, amen, filthy, let them be filthy still. It means if, if this appearance comes and you are still filthy, Stay filthy. It means you have chosen. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, but those who are righteous, let them still be righteous. So this thing is just telling you, verse 11, that the first appearance will create a division. Yeah. Yes. Because you don't, they can't bring the second appearance yes. to just when the first appearance hasn't done its job. Yeah. Right? They must, God must have some kind of confidence. In the kind of souls that he appeared the second time. That they call it the appearance in chapter 9 without sin. It's, a, it's an appearance after sanctification. Them will appear again the second time without sin uh-huh. unto salvation. So, unto salvation is without sin. You, you can't save anybody who has sinned. God will do it. God will never make that mistake because that would be a great error in the spirit. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. So, the, the, one of the functions of the first appearance is to separate men. Anybody who thinks that you can hang in the, in the, in the fence... You actually can't. You actually cannot. You might think, it's, you know, that, that pot is very enticing. It's a very enticing pot. It's very, very seductive. There's a way you will check, check, you will really believe there's actually a way that you, you won't commit to this appearance. You'll just be somewhere and then somehow you will just maybe you know, be okay. <laughs> it's not possible. It's not possible because by the time appearance, uh, through his appearance, mm. amen. You know, trees, 
when you are growing trees on earth, they affect the earth. Yeah. They affect a lot. Trees. So if you don't grow, let's say someone doesn't grow. Um, his decision not to grow, he's making it based on his looking at how things are. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you don't grow doesn't mean things will stay that way. Others will grow. Mm -hmm. And those who are growing, they will change your world. Mm -hmm. They will change the world you know. Mm -hmm. So, so it, it's not good. that's why it's not good to calculate with your sense. Yes. Calculate with the Bible. Yeah. When you calculate with the Bible, you will make the right decision. <laughs> like if you... If you, if, you, if you close the Bible and then let all of us as Christians, let's stop looking at the Bible. Let's just read this world. You will just think, when, when anybody mentions God, Jesus is coming or anything like that, you just, what do you mean? There's, you won't see any sign. There's no, it's as if we are just here on our own. It's as if things are just going, everything is random by chance. Some people are dying, some people are getting sick, some people are, you know, it's the sense or the, the smell of, of God. Is far away. Praise God. Amen. And Satan make the world like that. Is to deceive souls. Praise God. That's why you can't rest there. If you rest there, you won't. And you, if you rest there, you are in, you are playing a, de a dangerous game, because when you rest, very soon if you rest too much, you will fall asleep. And if you fall asleep, you don't know where you will wake up. Hmm. <laughs> Remember Daniel chapter 12? So they did that, that, that rest in the dust of the earth. They will, all, they will all awake on one day. At one point, they will all wake up. But some to everlasting life, some to everlasting what? Damnation or destruction. May we never wake up to everlasting destruction. Amen. It, it won't happen. We are going to wake up to everlasting life. Amen. So, amen. So, amen. praise the Lord. So, so we have, we have, we have to. That's why we are looking at His coming. That's why they say you're looking for that that word, blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our Lord Jesus. Amen. So he said that the first appearance will separate men. You will now know, we will know those who are filthy, they will be filthy. Praise God. Those who refuse to partake of sanctification and journey in righteousness, praise God, they will not, they won't obtain the dividend of blessing. Praise God. Because they refuse to keep the sayings of the what? Prophecy of the book. So, do you know that the sayings, are you saying that they say they keep the sayings of the prophecy? What is the meaning of prophecy? It's a life that doesn't yet appear, but you don't, you don't see it. That's why it's called a prophecy. But it manifests as sayings. So, you must be willing to keep the sayings. You know, you know we like proof. God prove everything now. If you can prove that you are really on that throne, God prove to me there's something called war to come. Can you bring just one tiny material from there? Maybe a little. What does the? What are the gemstones of the word of war to come? Let one just drop. Let them take it to the lab, and then they will say that. Uh, yes. And then is it God? I swear I won't fight you anymore. In fact, 
all my village, they will, be come, they will go to war to come. Yeah. But God says, no, you are a profane fellow. We don't, we don't prove things to you. If you want to come, you must be ready to keep sayings of the prophecy. Amen. <laughs> you must be ready to what? The sayings. Keep them. If you, nobody, will ever, nobody will ever keep God who hasn't first kept his sayings. God won't commit himself raw, even God person, to a person who hasn't been faithful in keeping his sayings first. Whom have you not seen, you love, but yet you, you what? You are rejoicing, what? With joy unspeakable, full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your soul. Before that, he was talking about the trying of your faith being much more precious than of gold and uh, that perisheth. Amen. So you see, that process of trying of faith is a, is, a, is a process of is a process unto an appearance. Praise God. When they say trying of faith, anybody who has faith, what is faith? The substance of things hoped for. Evidence of things not seen. So if what they are holding is faith, it means they don't have it in terms of its actual materiality yet. But what they have are the sayings of it. Because faith comes by hearing. Are you saying that? So anybody who is keeping, holding faith, holding faith are holders of sayings. They can, God is looking for men who can hold his sayings as if this is him. To me, this is God. You keep that saying. If someone is telling you that there is no God, you say, no, I have the sayings of God and they are okay for me. Praise God. Yeah. Satan will fear such people. People who can keep saints. When the whole world is looking for proof, there will be men who have saints. Say this one that is I'm full of saints. I love the saints. I will keep them. And I will keep them. And I will keep keeping them. And keeping them. So it means so it says that faith men are men of saints. Faith people are people who can keep the saints. They, are, they can keep the saying of prophecy. Mm-hmm. Praise God. Hallelujah. So if the, the, way, the, the reason why God uses that method is that, is that keeping the only thing that, praise God, Hallelujah. there's something about the keeping of saints that makes a man pure. In other words, how you can tell, you can try, you can check purity of heart is how does the heart do with promise? How does the heart what? How does the heart behave with promise? When the actual thing hasn't come, what do you do with the information, the season where it hasn't come? How faithful? It is. Because when it's not there, you're just keeping the sayings. Other things will begin to come around you to entice you. Things that they say, we are real, we are here, we are now, we are here, you can have me now. That's how temptation sounds, right? 
No temptation will say that I have uh, a word for you to keep. Have you ever heard of keeping word of temptation before? <laughs> you don't keep word of temptation. I'm here. Forget about I'm not promising you anything. Right now. You can do me now. This is the opportunity. Are you seeing that language? It's, so you see that, you mean that, and that's what the world does. The world is, a, is an eater of faith. It deletes faith. How does it delete faith? Bring, bring what? The... <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Amen. Immediate gratification. Yes. So immediate gratification is, is, the, is the enemy of faith. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That thing is 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 a, is a filthiness in the spirit. Like, when if someone that all always needs to be gratified now, yeah. heaven will stay where you are not pure. Wow. You are not pure. So so the way they try many sins. Any man who can't keep sins, they can't keep anything. You are not worth anything in the spirit. Yeah. In God, you're not worth anything. They can't trust you at all. Wow. They can't trust any man. Any man who can't keep what? Sayings. Word. Keep word. God wants men that he can give them word. Go away 1,000 years, come back. They are still keeping the word. Mm. Wow. See, this man is a faithful man. Wow. Yes. He's a faithful man. Wow. Yes. Faithful. So, so you see that. So the way, so you don't, they don't, God doesn't try faithfulness with materiality. He tries it with word. They tell you, keep, okay, you want to walk with me, keep my word. He will just come, take my word, and he will go away. Let's see what you can do with my word. If you can keep my word, that's a sign you can keep me. So, so when God really wants to bless the people, the higher the blessing that he plans, the more invisible he makes his appearance in their training season. That's an honest truth. If in your training season you have too high manifestation, and very little invisibility. I mean, I mean, word. I mean, things that you can't gratif- be gratified with now. Yes. But you are keeping. If they are only if it few, and then you have plenty manifestation, then it means that you should be crying. That uh, there's not much reward. Yes. But when God says, "Okay, I want to." I want to, I have a massive blessing to bless you. So I must give you a, a training that is worthy of the blessing. Praise God. I will give you a what? A training. And that training is the training of keeping the sayings of the prophecy of the book. That's the training of faith. 
That's what the first appearance is for. Jesus, when he's he's teaching men to be pure, to be holy, when he's making men sanctified, what does he teach them? He just teaches them how to hold faith. How to hold. He makes their holding ability of faith strong. Holders of faith are the holders of, of prophecy and holders of sayings. Amen. Because Jesus was the greatest holder. Right? That was his training. It was just, yeah. praise God. Imagine a man, they began to reveal to you, you're a young boy, you're Israelite, they say you are the son of God one day. Huh? Hmm? You're the son of God. I'm the son of God. You mean the God that Israel worship? You are, you are his son. Yeah. <laughs> you see that that Messiah that uh, Isaiah prophesied in chapter 7. You are the one. Imagine a young Jewish boy. Then they began to tell him those things. Like, what kind of thing is that? How can. (laughs) And Jesus held it. He held it. Prophecy. What did he do? He said, the son of you, he went as it was written concerning him. He went as it was written. That was his GPS, as writing, sayings. Jesus was a keeper of sayings. They gave him, that was, he, he used his body to keep sayings. Sacrifices and all that. He said, no, that will just not. Say, but the body has that prepared. Lord, I come in the volume of the book. He didn't, he didn't, I didn't come in all the manifestation of the glorious eternal power. No. In the volume of the book where it is written of me. The problem with Christians today is that we are not interested in what is written concerning us. We are not interested in what is written. What is written concerning us. When we are hearing God, 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 we are thinking of something. We never think of what they wrote. <laughs> we, don't think, we don't think writing. We're thinking of, let one power show up somewhere. Let something happen. Let God, go Lord, come down and manifest your power. So that manifestation of power, we, know we are thinking of something. But it's hard for a Christian now to associate God with writing. When you are going to monitor right and say you are boring, you are too blah, no. Christianity is the Christianity of power. Where is the power? Where is the power? Where is the power? <laughs> amen, amen, amen. Praise God. So, so Jesus, you are seeing how he sanctifies, right? How? By his knowledge. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many. So, how will he give them that knowledge? Let them keep it. Everybody who is keeping his saying, you know, the saying of prophecy is a, you know, prophecy is living. Mm-hmm. By the time you start keeping it, it's alive, it's inside you, you are keeping it. And that thing, it has parts, it has ways. It, <laughs> Peter called it the trying of your faith. Mm-hmm. It, ha- it will begin to wake trials in their season, in their time. It awakens contrary attitude. You see some guys just begin to hate you for no reason. Some things that used to work might not work anymore. Amen. The world around you can change. What's happening is the spirit of the prophecy. 
It's the spirit. It, it tears things up. What, are, what is it tearing up? It makes things contrary to itself rise. Because that is how they try. Yeah. Do you understand yes. me? Yes. If it's so easy to keep, it's not. It's nothing. It doesn't. It won't make you pure. What makes you pure is that persuasions came for you to deny what the sayings are. Seductions, pools. The seduction to just live as if these things are not there, and just. As if they are not written, and just live every a natural life normally, like everybody is. Be filled with the passion, the excitement, and all that that natural men, our normal men, are filled with. Mm-hmm. Praise God! It's very seductive, and those are the things that you have to f- overcome. Amen. Amen. So okay, let's not stay here. Let's go forward. Are we blessed this morning? Yes. So verse eleven. When he got to verse eleven, he says that. Um, so when the, f- the the time, say time. The time is at hand. Amen. Amen. See, so uh, that chapter 10 and then chapter 11. Okay. Let's see some. There is something they are saying. 10 and 11. Verse 10 said, He said unto me, Seal not the sayings of the prophecy of this book. For what? The time is at hand. So, the seal them not. For the time is at hand. Seal them not means don't shut them down. Don't inhibit them. Don't close them. Praise God. Make them known. Allow them to allow the allow the sayings to walk their cause. Allow the sayings to do what? Or to fulfill their cause in men. When you allow the sayings to fulfill their cause among men, it's important for the time is at hand. Amen. That time that is at hand is a time when the sayings of God has brought all the divisions is supposed to bring. Praise God. One thing saints and prophecy does, it separates between the clean and the unclean. Amen. Amen. If we if we continue to keep saints, right, and the saints of God are on the earth, and the more men keep the saints of God, like I said before, it begins to affect the earth. After a while, the, 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 the clarity between what is pure and what is impure becomes clearer. The division, separation between the holy and the unholy becomes clearer. It's because of people who are keeping the saints. Amen. When you, become, when you keep the saying, it, it changes your... You change your own space. Everybody has their space. In the realm of the spirit, you have your own space in the realm of the spirit. When many begin to to keep sayings and begin to keep prophecy, they will do what? They change their own space. I don't know if somebody understand my sense. You get what? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Can you try and say it in your own words? I'll just Yes. Yes. 
full unit that yes. we see the effects all around. Around. So it becomes clear. Yes, sir. Right, it becomes clear. Yes, sir. Now, now, if we... Now, let's say... Um, if we just move into a, a place where there is no awareness at all about life of faith, sanctification, word of righteousness, right? Praise God. And you move into such a place, and then you now begin to try and just speak about, okay, there's something more than being born again, being filled with the Spirit. There's something called sanctification. Be sanctified. Walk of faith. Now let's say that, that's just the initial entry of such message into that realm, whatever it is. It's going to be very hard to first get people to understand, what are you really, really talking about? When you say sanctification, we know what we, we, we mean. We mean we shouldn't drink, we shouldn't smoke, we shouldn't fornicate. That is in that, we don't do those things. Isn't that sanctification? Mm. When they ask, isn't that uh, Well, it's hard to even answer. Yeah, yeah it's like, but there's something we're talking about. It's a spiritual something. It's about sanctification of the soul in terms of attaining the standard of right. Are you seeing there's difficulty? Why? Is because even though you can now explain, even when you bring scripture, mm. you've not really touched the the, the darkness mm. around that order of sanctification. But when these saints now begin to be kept by people, mm. of course they begin to access its revelation, then begin to leave it and leave it by keeping it. What will happen? The darkness around the meaning of sanctification become broken. Even those who don't want to be sanctified, they can't lie anymore. That, you know, some people can lie now. They say that this thing is just extra too much stuff. It doesn't, we are holy. We are all holy, all of us. Because as long as we are not doing all these things, we are going to church, we are serving. Why are you trying to ex- exalt yourself beyond everybody else? Is all the same. Christianity is simple. Are, are you seeing that? Now, someone can initially say that because of ignorance, blindness. Praise God. But after a while, when they are keepers of that order, it will become almost impossible for someone to, in sincerity, say that. Because you begin to see the manifestation of a holier life. Don't, you don't know where it's flowing from. Mm-hmm. But this is a holy thing. Mm-hmm. It becomes clearer. Mm-hmm. Amen. That is one of the importance of appearance. Mm. The first season of appearance. Am I making sense? Yes. I don't know if I got that sense into us. Mm-hmm. If, we, you can, if anybody, do you understand? Maybe mm-hmm. not fully what I tried to say just now. Do you need more explanation? Huh? What do you say? Did you get it? I want to know if you got it. To an extent. To an extent. Okay. Praise God. I'm just trying to explain what verse 11 means. Right. How when, they are, when keepers of sayings have multiplied and they've kept it well, the separation between men, nobody can hide in the middle anymore. Nobody can say, well, you know, just use one blanket statement and, and put, because they are, the prophecy, the sayings are being kept mm-hmm. by people. Mm-hmm. Amen. People are entering into a higher level mm-hmm. of sanctification. 
a higher life. Amen. Amen. So when that has happened, there will be those who will still be unjust. Let them be, let them be unjust still. There are those who will be filthy. Let them be filthy still. Those who did not keep it. Praise God. Now, but he that is righteous, let him be what? Righteous. And he that is holy, let him be holy. Now, you see that word, righteous, then holy. They are the graduations in, of keepers of the saints. Yes. Them who are holy are those who are fully kept it. Because righteousness is unto holiness. Do you write your righteous? Righteousness is incremental. 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 Until there's a state called holiness in the spirit. That state called holiness is righteousness that is at a level that is equal to sanctification. That is completely. Amen. Amen. Do you see that? Yes. Holy. Say holy. Holy. Okay. Holiness is what is a is a is a marker of righteousness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now it's not the highest level of righteousness, but is a marker, is a high marker. Paul tried to use words to describe that thing around Romans chapter chapter five, six, five. Sorry, I think four, five. Romans, let, let's, let me just quickly see. Amen. Ah, time always fights us. Mm. Praise God. Oh my God. I, I think I need more, more help. Praise God. Amen. Let's see Romans 6 here, towards the end of chapter 6. Mm. Verse 17 says, But God be thanked that ye were, Romans 6, 17, right? For ye were the servants of sin, but ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine, which we was what? Then, so from obeying from the heart, form of doctrine that was delivered. So, so you see the first state is that you were a servant of sin. Right? So when someone was a servant of sin, then they brought, they delivered unto that person a, a form of doctrine. Right? Those doctrines are the sayings. And then that thing will make them free. It begins to make them free. So being then made free from sin, they now become servants of righteousness. Praise God. Then I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of their flesh. For as ye have yielded your members, servants to uncleanness, to iniquity, unto iniquity. Even so now, yield your members, servants to righteousness, unto holiness. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Are you seeing that? Unto what? Holiness. Unto holiness. So it's righteousness unto holiness. Amen? Amen. You have righteousness. When you are servant of righteousness, praise God, you become cleansed from certain things. Praise God. Then your members become yielded to serve righteousness, right? 
unto what? Holiness. So holiness is a marker. You access righteousness. That righteousness will take you onto a journey through different things, a long journey, until you arrive at holiness. So when they say unto holiness, because holiness is a high marker in the spirit. Why is it a high marker? It's not the end. Holiness is not the end. But it's a high marker because at the point of holiness, many remarkable things will happen. Praise God. Are you, are you seeing that? At the point of holiness, what? I, I, I'll give you an example. Now, you know, crossing the, on the outer court into the holy place is, is a major thing. Right? I mean, things that must happen is a major thing. Once you enter, oh my God, it's major. Praise God. Or moving from outside into the courts. Uh, I want to show us weight of significance in the Bible. Yeah, you know, when you read Bible, it's not just reading things. It's a spirit. One of the things you learn with skill over time is weight of importance. Weight of those ones, it's not written clearly. <laughs> those ones, spirit has to paint it through the amen through the there's a spiritual cognition a cognitive ability which the holy ghost puts inside the soul means to recognize something that is not plainly there but it comes but that recognition is not just something strange outside the book it's still in the book but it takes a kind of wisdom around it to elevate such things. Amen. Now, without such things, it's not easy to break through. You can't really break through this understanding of sanctification and righteousness in the scripture. Praise God. So those are the things that we don't have by ourselves. The Holy Spirit has to supply. That's why we are always dependent on him for, to be able to access this word. Praise God. But you see, in, in terms of entrances, you now discover that in the Bible, there isn't too much celebration about entering from outside outside into the outer court you might, even know, you might not even know that there's a point if you are not very you've not been taking too much detail in learning you might even overlook it completely you might even, there's a way you might even seem that feel like everybody that's not in the holy place is in the outer court yeah. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying mm-hmm. you might feel like everybody if you're not in holy place you are in the outer but it's not true it's just that the scripture doesn't, there isn't too much of emphasis around that crossing from where you are not at all in the outer to when you enter inside. Praise God. In other words, there, is, there isn't, the celebration is low for such entrance. Mm-hmm. But then there's a higher celebration when you are able to enter the holy place from the outer court. And even before you get there, in really there are courts, different courts you enter. And then you enter into the holy place. There's also a level of celebration, but you now discover the high celebration of the Bible is that going from holy place into the most holy. That is a high because at that point, one of the great things about that point is that that is where Satan falls mm-hmm. at that realm. So there are many things that are worth celebrating. Amen. So you see that that realm, what many man is getting there, that's the place they call holiness. It is a holiness. It's a holiness without which no man will see God. That's just, are you seeing the meaning of holiness? 
So holiness is what is what is what righteousness is getting for to trigger that celebration. It's not the end of righteousness, but it's a major marker for a soul in the spirit. So they call it here unto holiness. So you will begin to amass freedom from sin. Um, so you see the word being free, they use the word continuous. Being. You see it in verse 18. They could have said, having made, been made sin. No, it's being. Are you seeing that? Being what? So it's a process of righteousness that's making you free, making you free, making you free, making you free, making you free until you get become a servant of righteousness unto holiness. That's the marker. That's not the end. There's another one it's called, which is the end. It's called eternal life. Eternal life is higher than holiness. Amen. Let's read on. You see here. So for when you were the servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. Praise God. So what fruit you had then in those things whereof you are now ashamed for in the end of those things is death. That's talking of the other side when you were still far away. Say, but now being made free from sin and then become servants to God, that's servants of righteousness, you have your fruit unto holiness. Then and the end is ever what? Everlasting life. So there is the end which is salvation. The end of your faith which is salvation of your soul which is higher than what? Than holiness. Praise God. So I, I, just, I just took this detail to show us something about that Revelation chapter 22 when they spoke of righteousness and then what? Holiness. holiness. Praise God. Amen. Revelation 22 um, verse 11 says, He that is unjust, let him be unjust still, right? He that is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. Are you seeing that? It means those are righteous. It means those who were have gone into a, a state are still in a path of righteousness. Let them continue in that path. And there's those who have arrived at holiness. Let them be holy still. Then when it got to holiness, it stopped there. Yeah. Because those who have gotten here, there's something about them. Those who have become holy, there's something about them. They are candidates for another appearance. Amen. Are you seeing that? Am I, am I correct? Praise God. So those who are holy are what? So now you know holiness is a prerequisite for seeing God. That was seeing God is an appearance of God. Holiness without which no man will see God. So the second appearance without sin. Because you are no longer a servant of sin. You are being made free from sin. You become a candidate for what? Another appearance. That appearance is not just the appearance of the gracious Jesus. When you see Jesus then, you are seeing a God. He's the great God. Praise the Lord. Is the what? The appearance, yes, of the great God. So the great God only appears to holy men. I would love to see that appearance. See, those, them that look for him. Kai. Them that look for him. Will he appear again? 
second time without sin unto salvation unto salvation praise the lord i love this that appearance is the reward is the appearance of a, of reward right it's the reward of himself i come quickly and my reward is with me praise god to give every man according as his work shall be and i am alpha and omega the beginning and the end now you see in the first time he didn't say these things so this one is, is an appearance with some another he's telling you <laughs> praise god so bef- the first time he said behold right i come quickly then he went ahead and said blessed so he went to just the blessing now this one between the uh, between his promise of coming then he had to introduce himself in a way before going on to talk about the blessing Praise God. Amen. So in this verse 13, it says, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Blessed are they that do his commandment that they may have right to the tree of life and may enter in through the gates into the city. Praise God for without our dogs and sorcerers and whoremongers and murderers and idolaters and whosoever loveth and maketh a lie. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. For I am the root and the offspring of David and the bride and the morning star and the spirit. Praise God. Amen. And the spirit and the bride say come. And let him that heareth say come. Let him that is at thirst, come. And whosoever will let him take the water of life freely, praise God. Amen. Amen. He spoke about this verse 17. He's talking about calling. Amen. Amen. The, when the spirit and the bride say come. Okay. So the spirit and the bride has to call to come. Praise God. The spirit and the bride has to call to come. Have to call to come. Let he that heareth say what? Come. And let him that is at thirst come. And let him that will let him take the water of life what freely amen amen thank you jesus oh time has defeated me today but i won't be defeated in jesus name <laughs> praise god praise god but God is in control. He's the one He's the one leading us. He's the one blessing us. Father, we thank you. Question, why the spirit and the bride? Why do they say the spirit and the bride? The spirit, the spirit and the bride. Amen. So he that is coming, this coming. Amen. amen. This coming 
is. Um, so it means that this one who is coming is actually coming to the bride. Right? Because if it will take the bride to call, then who the bride is calling for, not just any bride, the bride who is calling with the spirit. Right? <laughs> the bride, which is what? Calling with the spirit. So by time any church, any person, praise God, reaches at a state that they call you bride of Jesus. You're not ordinary anymore. Praise God. You're not what? Because a lot of things must be done to make you be called the bride. Who is a bride? A bride is... Can you tell me who is a bride? Quickly. Yeah, it's very easy now. Uh, quickly, quickly. Who is a bride? Yeah, about to get married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. A, a, bride, a bride is about to get married. A bride is about to get married. So the bride is not married yet. And the bride is not married yet. And the bride is not five years from getting married. She's not two years from getting married. She's not, I mean, she's like, they are already, you know, the marriage question is already being spoken about. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. She's not the girlfriend. She's not just the fiancé. Do you know that fiancé, you don't see called fiancé bride. It's still too, um, it's too premature. You have to be careful. Because <laughs> things can happen. Amen. <laughs> but by the time they start calling him bride, not everybody is confident this thing is happening. This is, so it's like maybe the day before, the week before, two days, when they are thinking of bridal shower, all those things. Amen. The hall has been booked. <laughs> Praise God. So you see that word. So that word bride is a very select, it's a choice word. It's a that's a, it's a state. It speaks of a lot. It speaks of more than just ah, is this person's woman. No. It is that bride has a lot of things. It, it's not just talking of who you are. It's talking about what your pedigree of of not just your growth but your growth and also of the timing the timing praise god it means that it's not just that you are developed enough for marriage it's that it's time for the wedding you are about to wed it's about you're about they call you bride Are you seeing that? So, so the season, amen. amen. This season of when you when the bride and the spirit, this is a glorious season. What they are talking about here, this bride is not an individual person. Like one person that can't claim it. I am that bride they spoke about <laughs> in chapter 22. So if you are just the bride, you can just maybe start crying, come now. And yeah. <laughs> you now have to wait for, for all of us. Praise God. I, I like Tolu's prayer this morning. He spoke a lot about the corporateness. 
there's the corporateness to the promise of the Spirit. There's the way Holy Ghost thinks. Holy Spirit, he's inside each one of us. He's working not individually, but if, I, if you really, really check Holy Spirit, maybe on his forehead you see church written. Bride. That is his commission. Yeah. Holy Ghost is a, is a person that Jesus spoke to. Go and bring my bride for me. Go and bring my church. Go and, I trust you can do it. Go and, go and get the job done. Go and bring. See that thing called church is a very, very terrible organism. Anyhow, person can't. Send anybody to church. Church will swallow them up. Church is deadly. Amen. That's why no pastor should go to church and say, I'm sent to you. If Holy Ghost is not. <laughs> because church can eat you. <laughs> By the time church throws you out, you are an unbeliever. <laughs> You've lost your salvation. <laughs> By the time church finishes. And they are still saved though. Nobody take this order. Nobody should go and say, I'm a, I'm a preacher, I'm a pastor. When God hasn't sent you. Amen. By the time the saints finish with you, you won't even believe anymore. You won't even be a Christian. You'd have lost all faith in God. <laughs> and those saints who dealt with you, they are still Christians. They are on their way. Amen. When it's time, God will send somebody. <laughs> Amen. Church, say church. Church, there's one spirit they are anointed with. It's called Israel Spirit. You know, I'll tell you why it's like that. It's not just that. It's because of... It's because of... Now, that's why you can't blame the church, too. It's not easy. Imagine that you have an organism, and then they set all the gates of hell loose against it. It's not easy. All of the... Imagine all of the machinery of darkness... If, if they show you, if they can show you one tiny local church, ten members, all the kinds of spirits that are warring against them. All kinds of spirits. Aged spirits. Ancient spirits. Bad spirits. Wicked spirits. Just one tiny church. They want to kill it, smash it, until there's no life. Because any life is a threat to death. That's why you can't blame church people for anything. <laughs> so it will take Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit has answer. He can handle church. He knows how to deal with the church. So the Holy Spirit is the preparer of the bride. Can you say that? The Holy Spirit is the preparer of the bride. Amen. And now this person, the Holy Spirit now, we've explained from previous teaching, I'm not talking about the spirit of different ad, ad, um, functional manifestations of the spirit that has been operating before. No, I'm talking about that. Who is that? That person. That person who, had ne- who wasn't here before. Jesus had to do his thing. Jesus has to go and do things so that he can come. I just made it clear that I'm going now. When I go, 
you will send somebody. I'm going to make sure that he is, that person is sent. Don't dare go anywhere until he has come. He said, I will pray the Father and he will send unto you. So, and the spirit which you shall receive in my name. So, how did you get that revelation? It means the spirit's coming is in his name. So, it was nothing like that before him. Without him, there's no spirit. That spirit, he said, when he comes, he will teach you all things. Right? You will take off mine and begin to, he won't lie to you. John also said it. Praise God. He said he won't speak of his own. What he hears, that's what he will say. Praise God. So you see that Holy Spirit. Say Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is the developer of the bride of Christ. So the Holy Spirit is the presenter, is the one who makes who is the one who empowers the bride to call. Is the one who empowers who? The bride, the bride to, call. to call. Come. 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 The spirit and the bride. To be teaching the bride how to call. Wow. Say come. He will, he will make the bride. Amen. 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 I'm seeing the work of the Holy Spirit in the church. I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a corporate move of the spirit at different levels different kinds of churches at their own levels things are happening oh. things are happening in churches even churches you might think are below maybe word of righteousness lower level holy spirit is also there he's also working he's also preparing and he's not tired he's not tired he's relentless he will continue to walk and walk and walk he's working corporately is distributed individually into individual believers at their different levels. Praise God. Only Him can do that. <laughs> and each operation in everyone, amen, is to raise them into their place in the bride. Yes. That's the spirit. So the Lord will have us cooperate. Amen. amen. The, the, the actual message, we couldn't get there. But it's okay. There's plenty of time. So, some other time we'll, we'll look further if God permits Amen. praise the Lord Amen Amen, Amen. I will bless the, today yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right, it's 1.30 already Amen I will bless yes, are you sure yes, sir. I'm sure you are blessed yes, sir. thank you Lord say thank you Jesus thank you, Jesus yes Jesus we thank you Jesus we thank you I want you to know that you are not alone we are not alone okay we are not alone. We have the Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit. I love the Holy Spirit. There was a time that, that they Satan tried to extinguish the hope, faith, Christianity from the earth. Some guys hijacked Christianity, turned it into something else, became a state religion, you know. They call it the Dark Ages. There was a, it was a devil. The devil wanted anything spiritual. Spirit, anything like that. Less, nothing like that. Kill it. Christianity became just sensual. Mind, government control, state control, all that stuff. But Holy Spirit still found a way. Relentless. Found a way. There was a great awakening. Again. Revival again. And it started to build again. Distributed the, the, the Christianity across the nations again. 
sin. Imagine trying to build from scratch. That's the Holy, Holy Ghost for you. And it won't stop. It doesn't matter the state of the nations. It doesn't matter how, how crooked, how bad. How, they can raise up all the laws against the God's war. Thank God they sent the right person, the Holy Spirit. And he will get us there. Praise God. Our Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Thank you. Let's just bless him this afternoon. The Kamisi Prostet. Arma Silo Neprifta Sihabarum. Vekaradoste. Ospa Albaranes Renosa. Manasia. Masizola Basir and Ivan. All pride that's altar. Our spirit. Spirit is here and Thank you, Jesus. I want us to also pray. Let's just pick that same prayer that Tolu was praying about just the, the corporate inheritance of the Spirit. That corporately, every one of us um, who the Lord is appearing to by revelation uh, in this season. Speaking of this season now and that to come, let's begin to pray that the inheritance of the of the Spirit, uh, which we need to access first, uh, principally, uh, to move us into the season of His own appearance. And the Lord will begin to give that to us in the name of Jesus. Now we will receive, 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 receive inheritance. We need to receive inheritance. the essence of your sayings to us. 
Father, thank you because you, you spoke to us about your appearances, the, the seasons of the appearances of your son Jesus who comes to us. We pray, Father, that you will quicken us, help us, Father, to desire, to seek, to long for, and to keep the things that pertain to his appearance in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for you have been taught, speaking to us about the inheritance of the Spirit. Because we are seeing that so much depends on Him. So much depends on our, our ability to rest in His provision. And to follow Him and be, and be kept even in Him. Father, thank you because you will cause our inheritance to be sure. In the name of Jesus. Amen. But I pray for every one of us. May this season of impartation continue. As we, are, as we are encountering you. The outpouring of your spirit. But I pray you continue to cause your spirit to be poured out. Over us. Upon us. Filling us and filling us and filling us. And as you push us further. Thank you our God. We give all glory to your name. Our Father we bless you. Praise, worship your holy name. Thank you, our Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. You dwells between the cherubim, shine forth. Yeah.